Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Calling all sports fans. There's only one place to go to get all your sports news, information, radio shows, sports talk, anything that you want to do. That's RFSN, the Real Fan Sports Network. Log on to realfansportsnetwork.com to hear shows from across the country. And, of course, make sure you can hear this show on the Real Fan Sports Network. Go to TuneIn Radio on the TuneIn Radio app and search for RFSN to get sports talk 24-7 from a fan's perspective. That's the Real Fan Sports Network, realfansportsnetwork.com. And welcome, everyone, to another edition, I say, I should say a new edition of The Late Shift. I'm your host, Rodney Fisher, joined by my co-host, as always, the one and only Mr. Royce Fisher. I'm only here, so I won't get fined. <laughs> Are we I had all? to say it. You know that. Are we all? <laughs> yeah. But it, you know, That's uh, been my line all week. Absolutely. You know, it's uh, I know people have been listening to us for a long time, and they're probably thinking, like, why are these guys back on the radio again? Well, let's just say that we felt like now's the time to get back on. You know, when we started this whole network, this whole show, this whole website was back in 2009, and it started as a as a just a me and you kind of on the radio talking and doing our thing, and it's grown into something that we never even imagined it would grow into. So we felt like now it's back to we got to get back to our basics, back to business, to get back on the radio and give you guys the sports talk that you guys have loved for the last five years. So we want to thank you guys for supporting us for this long, and we hope that you continue to support us as we get back on our horse again, get back on the, in the saddle, so to speak. And you're absolutely right, Brian. I, I have missed doing shows. That was our starting point. Uh, you know, we got, got into a lot of other things, but, you know, this is, like you said, this is where we started, and uh, I'm glad we're back on there. Absolutely. So make sure you guys tune in to the show. Uh, we're going to go as many times as we can. We want to go nightly, but we need just support in order to do so. So make sure you tell someone to listen to the show, go back and download it on iTunes, or better yet, go to the TuneIn Radio app where you can hear all of our programming. Make sure you look up RFSN or go to our website, rfsportsradio.com. So tonight's show is being brought to you by Rally House. So go to our site, rfsportsradio.com, and click on the Rally House button to get your free shipping on all your college team or pro team apparel. Whoever you support, Rally House has it. So go to our website, rfsportsradio.com, click on the button, and right there is where you have a chance to uh, get free shipping, courtesy of Rally House. So let's jump right into it. Just wrapped up the Super Bowl that's over with. You know, the NFL season's over. Still a lot of talk, of course, about Super Bowl Forty Nine, who was who, who uh, we know now is the, the biggest show ever on television, the most watched Super Bowl of all time. 
um, and we had a very controversial ending. Everyone that's followed our show since 2009 knows I'm a, I'm definitely not a Patriots fan at all. And I was sitting next to Royce watching the game. My brother, Chris, if you guys have heard on the air before, a huge Patriots fan, walks in with about maybe six, seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. So we got a chance to watch this together. And I and I did the cardinal sin. I did the one thing I shouldn't have done and celebrated way too early, just one play too early. And the interception happened, history is made, and the New England Patriots go on to win their fourth Super Bowl. So I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about the game, Roy. I really want to talk about kind of the aftermath of everything. But before we get into it, I guess no one's heard our comment about that last play. So I guess I'll give you the floor now to make your quick 30-second, 60-second speech on that last play and if it was the right play or what should have happened. Rodney, I was dumbfounded. Like you, I, I was sitting there getting ready to start to celebrate uh, Seattle win back-to-back Super Bowls. But I tell you what, you know, you're less than a yard away from the goal line. You have Marshawn Lynch in the backfield, the beast. I mean, he, he, he can get you a yard. He can get you a half a yard. He can get you more. Why they didn't hand the ball off, second down, uh, plenty of time left on the clock, 20 seconds left, I think, on the clock. And you still had two more plays even if you didn't get in. And I don't understand why they did that. It, it was a gutsy call, and it just didn't work. But uh, I thought uh, you got to give uh, New England credit. Uh, the great play on the ball. Apparently, they had watched it. They knew what they looked for. But I still don't know why they wouldn't hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. That, to me, had to be the biggest upset that I've seen in the Super Bowl ever. You know, people are calling it the worst call in NFL history. Uh, and the, the more time that passes between that game uh, and a new season coming up, the more I think about how much of a bad call that was. And, I don't know why you don't give it to Marshawn Lynch. I'm with you, and, and we could probably talk about that for a whole hour. People could call in and voice their opinion from now to the beginning of the next season about that one play. But but I want to focus but on the other hand. What... Go ahead. If the play had a work, it'd have been in one of the greatest plays in NBA well, sure, in uh, NFL sure, of history. Of course, of course. But you could say that about a number of plays. You know, that catch right. by uh, Curse could have been the greatest catch right. of all time, the greatest catch of the Super Bowl. So, you know, he had a lot of plays where that could really happen. I, I want to focus a little bit, you know, because we have a very short show, but I want to focus a little bit on, you know, what happens now. If the Seahawks have to suffering a loss like that, a devastating loss, can they can they survive this? Can they survive what happened? Can they recover? Can Pete Carroll – get the confidence back of the team? Can the guys start trusting each other again? You know, what happens in that locker room? I mean, because I know a lot of players after the game were very vocal about they don't understand why they didn't get the ball in the beast mode. Now, mostly these are defensive players making this assumption. Uh, but yet and still, they got to come back and play another season. They're still a young team. Do you feel like they can put this behind them and move forward, or what do you think is going to happen? Well, I, I think they can bounce back. You know, just like the Patriots, you know, they lost back-to-back Super Bowls, and here there are 2015 Super Bowl champs again. So it's possible for them to go back. I think Pete Carroll is one of the greatest coaches in the NFL, and 
If anybody can do it, they can. But it's going to be an even tougher road uh, next year and the year after to come back and win and even go to the Super Bowl. You know, I can only look at past experience to kind of gauge what I think may may that happen. Now, you know, to me, football is a much different sport than, say, basketball, where, you know, we've seen teams lose uh, game six like the San Antonio Spurs did, you know, uh, that was 2013, lost game six, they ended up losing game seven. We saw the Texas Rangers lose game six when they were out of way and they ended up losing game right. seven. When you're dealing with football, it's like it's only one game. It's not like you have to play them again the next week. Um, you don't see that team again until you don't get to another Super Bowl situation until you get to a Super Bowl. So there's so much time in between, you know, what what could happen that I think players could – I think the reaction is a lot different than, say, some of the other sports where you have to play a full series to advance in the playoffs. It's just one game. So I think they'll come back. If you look in history – um, I was looking at something today about this, but, you know, some of the teams that have suffered these big losses have come back to win Super Bowls. Uh, the Baltimore Colts, who lost to the New York Jets uh, and Joe Namath, they came back the next year and beat the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Uh, and that was an upset game. You look at uh, the Buffalo Bills, who in their first time they went to the Super Bowl, I think they, went to four, they went to four straight, but their first game they lost, that, uh, they lost to a field goal that was missed. And the Giants win. And they go back to three straight Super Bowls after that. They win one, but they go right back. So I think football is a lot different. I think they can bounce back pretty easily. I think Pete Carroll was honest about the play call, put it on me. Russell Wilson was honest about the play call as well. I shouldn't have thrown the ball. And I think that honesty is going to help them kind of bridge the gap and get through it. Now, on the other side of the ball, I want to get your opinion real quick on Brady and Belichick. You know, this is what I feared the most. I feared this whole offseason talking about how great Brady is and how good Belichick is, greatest of all time. You know, you've watched a lot more football than I have. So I really want to hear what you got to say about this greatest coach of all time, greatest player of all time, when people talk about Brady and Belichick after winning the Super Bowl. Well, I wouldn't say the greatest of all time. That, that They're tied with uh, Steve Young and uh, – uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers for us went, you know, championship. So I wouldn't say that. Like Joe Montana but the and uh, that, Terry Bradshaw. Right, Terry Bradshaw. But, but I will say this, though. Uh, the Patriots had have the easiest road to the Super Bowl. They have no competition. The only really competition in their division are the Ravens. Uh, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. uh, somewhat, but they have an easy road every year to make it to the playoffs. That's why they could so consistently go into the playoffs and end up in a championship game because their road is a lot easier than than uh, Seattle have in the NFC. And I think it's much harder to go through the NFC to go to Super Bowl than it is the AFC. So what that said, as easy as they, as they had it, that's an interesting kind of viewpoint. I mean, how do you see them historically? How do you see Tom Brady historically as a quarterback? Well, they would go down and as one of the great coach. teams and one of the great coaches and quarterback combinations. But – uh I'm like you. I'm a little prejudiced against the Patriots. I, I would not give them that crown. They'll have to win at least three or four more Super Bowls before I can even mention them as being one of the greatest teams to ever play the game. You know, the, his, you know, the, the numbers will say one thing, but and I know we're gonna get a lot of emails about this, but I'm, I, I have to say, some, I have to say another because 
you know, if you think about coach and, and player tandems, right? Quarterback and coach tandems. Chuck Noll, Terry Bradshaw, they w- they did it, and they never got caught cheating. Okay, right. they may have cheated, they may not have, but they never got caught cheating. Then right. you look at uh, um, Joe Montana and uh, Bill Walsh. You know, they they did it, Bill, but they right. never got caught cheating. You know, so I, I still go back to that. I don't care how many Super Bowls they they won one Super Bowl since the whole Spygate fiasco. They've been to three since Spygate, but I just can't seem to let that go because they did get did get caught cheating, number one. And I still don't think that this whole deflated football thing is going to go away so quietly as people think. You know, they have yet to interview Tom Brady, and to me that's like a clear-cut sign that we don't need to talk to him right now. We'll talk to him last. Once we build this case, once we get someone to say that Tom told me to do it, Maybe it's the Patriot hating me. I don't know what it is, but I feel like the, the chapter's not necessarily, or the book's not necessarily closed on that chapter in terms of Patriot history, especially with this team. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and I'm going to reserve judgment. And you are right, they have been caught cheating before. Who knows what they've done in the past, and who knows what they might have up their sleeve in the future. They did get away with it once. And you know how it is. You get away with something once, you try something else at least twice So uh, until you got caught. And they did get caught again. So uh, my judgment is I don't have a lot of respect for them for that because uh, what they did, I, nobody else has been caught cheating. And like I said, to get caught twice, that means you're doing something absolutely illegal or wrong. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you 100% on that. But, we'll, you know, a lot, lot more of that to come. We'll talk about that again. You guys can uh, hit us on Twitter at RF Sports Radio or email us at RF Sports Radio at gmail.com. Uh, While we're on the NFL, there's some players that are already going to be spending their offseason in a lot of trouble. Uh, we found out, of course, after the Super Bowl that Johnny Manziel checked himself in the rehab last Wednesday. Uh, because he wants to get his life together and things of that nature. And, and we hear his teammate, Josh Gordon, who tested positive again for marijuana, is going to miss at least the entire season next year. And then one of the Green Bay Packers defensive tackle gets caught today with, um, I, I don't I don't know what you would call it, I guess a drug dealer starter kit in this car, uh, 357 yeah, grams of marijuana, $190,000 in cash, uh, fairly possession of a firearm. So we're always starting to see the effects of no football kind of playing itself and uh, back out. And we're kind of seeing the, the bad part of football. But just staying on Menzel for a second, you know, a lot of people now are starting to say, well, I told you so, or you knew this was going to happen. It, to me, I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm fine with anyone getting help. But when you when you make the decision to be to go to rehab now, I think that, I think there's a pretty big issue going on, and I think we don't know the entire story. I think I think you know there's some kind of mandate in there. There had to be a mandate from uh, a team, had to be a mandate from a law law enforcement perspective. But for him just to say, "Hey, I'm just going to go to rehab," I, I don't know. I mean, because he's had these issues since college. Probably since high school. Yeah, absolutely. They got kicked out of the Manning camp. He was suspended for a half at A&M. Um, he's notoriously been doing what he's supposed to do. Would have been the number one pick at Houston had he stayed low-key. 
and not party. But I, I, I just I, it's something doesn't really sit right with me. I think this is some kind of some kind of mandate from somebody in order for him to do this. Well, you know, Ronnie, you're absolutely right. It did start in college, and if you think about it, everything you heard about Johnny Mandel was uh, always had something to do with partying, and he was in the wrong place. He was at a party. He was partying with somebody, and that should have been a sign that, you know, if I'm not mistaken, his parents did mention something about him partying too much, and this was back in college. Uh, I, I, I personally don't know uh, if, it, if he's an alcoholic or not, but somebody had to convince him uh, that rehab was the best thing for him. I don't know if it came from his parents, teammates, management, or somebody close to him. But, you know, you, you got to admire the guy to, you know, if he has a problem, to go ahead and get his stuff checked out, get everything done right, didn't wait until he self-destruct, and then we all be talking bad about it. But if the guy goes for help, you know, a lot of them have to be forced to go to rehab. But for him to go ahead voluntarily, that says a lot about him. And, uh, you know, it, it can't do anything but help him in the long run. You know, people have looked back and say, well, he got himself together. And, you know, like I said, we, we have athletes. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name. With Gordon with Cleveland. Yeah, Josh Gordon. That, that, yeah, it has so many chances, you know what I mean? And he still hasn't got it right. You know, guys like that, I think, don't deserve another chance because he's had every chance in the world. I don't think you should give him another chance. But if a guy volunteers himself and he knows he has a problem, you know, I got to commend the guy for that. Nobody's perfect. We all have flaws. And uh, if you're seeking help, I can't do nothing but stand behind the guy. Well, I, I just think there's something else to it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, why why go now? Everything that's happened. Well, after the offseason, it's the best time go to go. Now? But he's I mean, had, he's had would you wait for him for though. something to happen, for him to go? Well, I know. You know, I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. You know, it could be a car accident. He could kill somebody. You know, it, it's a lot of effects of alcohol. He could have alcohol poisoning. He could mm-hmm. <laughs> wear his body out. But I'd rather he go now, the off season. And uh, like I said, the focus is not on football right now. It's, you know, it's really on basketball. And baseball is coming up, so now is the best time to go. Get yourself cleaned up, come back, you know, even better. Yeah, well, we're gonna find out. It's gonna be, gonna be a lot more to that, I think. A lot more to that. Let's uh, let's jump into the NBA real fast, and want to remind you guys again that our show tonight is being brought to you by Rally House. So if you do support your college team, pro team, trust me, they got everything you need from blankets to shirts to jerseys, whatever. So make sure you go to rfsportsradio.com, click on the Rally House button, and you're going to get free shipping courtesy of them uh, for listening to the show tonight. So let's jump into the NBA real fast. And uh, we're going to be at the All-Star Game like we have been, been fortunate to go to it for the last few years uh, thanks to, you know, doing shows like this. And um, the All-Star rosters, of course, have been announced. The starters were announced first and then the reserves after that. Uh, congratulations to everyone that made it. And, and big congratulations to the coaches, I think. You know, Mike Buttonhoser from the Hawks of Coast to East, and then Steve Kerr in his first year as a head coach with the Golden State Warriors with Coast to Western Conference All-Stars. And, you know, a lot's being made about the selection process, of course, people saying that they want the fan vote, don't want the fan vote. 
Adam Silver came out yesterday saying that he may expand uh, the rosters, that he makes sure he gets everyone in there because people feel like they've been snubbed. And, and, and the person that feels like he's been snubbed the most uh, is Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers, the guard, and uh, the point guard for Portland Trailblazers. Even the police department was trying to get a campaign going to get him into the All-Star game. And and, and I got I have mixed feelings on this, but I, I'll let you have the floor first, Royce. And do you feel like Damian Lillard deserves to be a Western Conference All-Star? Absolutely. You know, uh, I went over the list. I, I, I see a couple of guys that shouldn't be on there, like Kobe is one. But, you know, it's well, more Kobe, or less. Well, wait, wait, wait. Slow down. Slow down. Now, to defend Kobe, he's voted by the fans. Okay, number one, he is hurt. He is going to be replaced by DeMarcus Cousins. So he's not going to be actually on the roster. DeMarcus right. Cousins. I, I know you stick up for Kobe, but there are a lot of better players right now in the West than Kobe. You know, I know he's uh, he came back. He started out real good this year. But, you know, you, there are so many great players in the West that it's almost hard. Somebody's going to be left off. I thought James Harden should have been a starter right off the bat. I thought he's playing better than anybody right now. And I like that. And it's more or less a popularity contest. But you got to remember, it's the All-Star game, and it's what the fans want to see. So the majority does rule, even though I'm not happy with it. I think they could could expand the roster some more, get more guys in. But uh, they're going to do something about the selection process because I'm really not happy with the way things okay, went this so, Okay, so if you put Damian Lillard in at the guard position, you've got to take out either Steph Curry, James Harden, Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, or Russell Westbrook. So who are you taking out to put him in? Well, I'm just saying, uh, it, it, it's hard, you know, but I thought James Harden should have been a starter. I, I absolutely, you know, he's, he, he is the Houston Rockets. And look at their record. It's all because of James Harden. I thought Monte Ellis and nobody from the Mavs made it. Yeah, no one. I, I no thought at least yeah, no, no Mavs made it. I thought at least Monte Ellis or even Dirk would make it. I, I like to see them expand, expand the process uh, and, and, you know, get more players from the West and the East and expand the roster a little more. That way you can include more players. Everybody's not going to make it, but at least you get my top players. And maybe your top players, you understand what I'm saying? Instead of just the regular people every year after year, and some people just don't deserve it. It's just by their popularity. It's what they did in the past, not what they did this year. Well, I'm very shocked that no Mavericks made it. I really am. I mean, for them to be a team that, you know, before they had that four-game losing streak, they were third or fourth in the West, you know. And, and for to be right. fourth in the West, third in the West, you got to have an all-star on your team. I mean, it's just bottom line. It's, it's so jumbled up. It's such a good conference to be be seated that high. You got to have an all-star on your team somewhere. Someone's got to be an all-star on the team. So I, I was very, Absolutely. very surprised by that. You know, that. it wouldn't be a bad idea to get uh, uh, one one player from each team. Yeah, yeah. The best of the player of that team. Yeah, that's true too. But you look at you look so. at teams like. Look at the Clippers. The Clippers have two players in there, Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. You look at the right. Warriors, they've got two players, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, which is to be expected. Their head coach is going to be coaching the Western Conference. 
But, you know, a lot of people didn't think that Westbrook or Durant should have made it, and I've got news for those people that thought that. You're talking about two guys that are probably in the top five in the league. Absolutely. In terms of players, okay? So so they, they're going to be in there. I don't care how many games they play. They could have played one game this year. Westbrook and Durant are going to be NBA All-Stars. My big my big concern, what I got hung up at, Royce, was on the Eastern Conference side. This is going to sound funny to some people, but I'm a little, little ticked off that Derrick Rose is not an All-Star. I mean, we waited yeah. two years to yeah. watch this guy play. Okay, I know Jimmy Butler's been playing great. He deserves to be an all-star. Great for Jimmy Butler, okay? Paul Gasol's played great. Another Chicago Bull. Great for him, especially the center position in the East. I mean, there's no other centers besides Paul Gasol that are worthy of being an all-star than, say, maybe Andre Drummond, who who didn't make the all-star team either. Right. But I still feel like, I want to see Derrick Rose go up against these all-stars. I, I'd rather see him than Kyle Lowry. And, and that's just me. I just rather, I would rather see Derrick Rose than Kyle Lowry, although Lowry's having a great season for the Raptors. But right. I still would rather see him, you know, out there playing. I'd rather see him than Dwayne Wade, who got voted in this year. Yeah, and absolutely. That's what I said. Dwayne Wade did not deserve an all-star vote this year. But, like I said, it's more popularity contest. You know, even to get – I would rather see him get one player from each team, the best player on that team or whoever's playing the, you know, best that year for that team, get picked for the All-Star game. That way you have a, a more variety. Every team is represented. Uh, every fan has a person they can root for from their team. You know, it would be a lot better. That's not a bad idea. We have to, we need to talk to Adam Silver about that when we see him next yeah, week. Absolutely. In New York. That yeah, way every every team is represented and every fan is happy to see at least one member of their team, you know, represented in the All Star game. And, you know, it'd be worth watching. Well, I'm I'm looking at my, my player, you know. Yeah. So they can yeah. extend the roster and make it larger. But I I I think it might have to come to that because it, it's not fair the way the system is now. Speaking of um, NBA and the Atlanta Hawks, who had three All-Stars in the in the Eastern Conference, well-deserved All-Stars, by the way, uh, they, for the first time, the NBA has named the entire starting five of the Atlanta Hawks as the player of the month or players of the month yeah. after going 17 and in January. Um, you, you know what? They're, what, 40 and 6, I believe, uh, right now, something like that. You know, at one point, they're 49. 49, I'm sorry. 49. At one point this season, they were actually 7-6. and six. That's how they started off the season. And to be 40-9 and nine and getting ready to go into the All-Star break, that's pretty incredible. That's incredible for any Absolutely. team playing in any conference. And and I think that, you know, they deserve to be – they deserve to be talked about as an Eastern Conference representing team. I mean, they got a seven-game lead in the East right now. Yeah. And, I, and listen, they're on par to, to to break the record for us winning if they keep going. If it's forty and nine, you know that that is so hard to do in the NBA period. And, and this is against the East and the West teams. And you right. know, I had a chance to see Atlanta play, man. And I tell you what, I was blown away. These guys play like they're on the playground and in Queens, New York, 
they show no mercy. They share the ball. They high flying. They playing. They playing great. I mean, they to me they are the best team right now in the NBA. Well, we only got about two minutes left for our uh, little podcast, little show for tonight. Make sure you tune in tomorrow night, 10 o'clock p.m., for another edition of The Late Shift with myself, Rodney Fisher, and Royce Fisher. Before we get out of here, though, Royce, today was National uh, Signing Day for high school players, uh, young men, young women getting a chance to get full-ride scholarships in some Division One schools and other schools as well. And I just want to say congratulations to all of them. Make sure they do understand and value the fact that they're getting a free ride, free education for their God-given talent. And while other people are going to have to struggle with student loans like I did, <laughs> they're getting a free ride and they need to take advantage of it. Uh, and I also want to commend uh, uh, our local team here at DeSoto High School who had 19 uh, students get D1 scholarships, both uh, men and women uh, from DeSoto. So congrats to them. And, and, and Royce, uh, you know – I don't know. When you went to college, did you have ESPN following you around? And no, no, no we, we didn't have we had none of that. Matter of fact, we had no uh, Instagram or none of that stuff to, to keep up with. And nobody, the recruiters came in, they had pad, pencil, and paper, and that's how I evaluated players and some film. But uh, you're absolutely right. Congratulations to all the signees today. And guys, please take advantage of a free education, you know, uh, football is not a guarantee. Nobody, everybody's not going to make it to the pros. But you have a free education. Do you know how important that is to have a free education? And uh, I hope that you take advantage of it. And I watched some of the local signees and, and listen, some of the stories behind these guys that come from broken homes, you know, their mom and dad struggle, you know, and uh, the whole family sacrificed so they can play football. And listen, it's time to... Uh, to, to man up, get an education, and do the right thing, and I hope they all succeed. Well, that's been our show for tonight. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow night for another edition of The Late Shift. There's a big story brewing in Syracuse, and we'll probably talk about that a lot tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Until next, uh, till tomorrow, thank you guys for listening, and check us out at rfsportsradio.com. So I won't be fined. Calling All Sports Fans is only one place to go to get all your sports news, information, radio shows, sports talk, anything that you want to do, that's RFSN, the Real Fan Sports Network. Log on to realfansportsnetwork.com to hear shows from across the country. And, of course, make sure you can hear this show on the Real Fan Sports Network. Go to TuneIn Radio on the TuneIn Radio app and search for RFSN to get sports talk 24-7 from a fan's perspective. That's the Real Fan Sports Network, realfansportsnetwork.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.